Before we start our podcast today, we would like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we are meeting. The Wanjuri people of the Kulin Nation and pay our respects to their elders past and present and emerging. underarms I'm smelling and I won't describe anymore but I just think it's just a comfortable place that most all of us go to with Blaine. Yeah. Hi my name is Kevin and this is a new journey and I'm here with Janine. Hi I'm Janine and we're going to be chatting together about all things relationships. That's great Janine. I absolutely know nothing about relationships. I know less about relationships than I did when I first met you, which is <laughs> perfect because that means learning something. I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe okay. that you know nothing about relationships. Well, not nothing, but it feels like it feels like I'm a child learning to walk. I think it is very much a journey, isn't it? That's and I funny. think that it takes a lifetime to really know who you are. So then I think, well, if it takes a lifetime for me to know who I am and for us all to learn about ourselves, then it also has the same impact in terms of taking a lifetime to understand others, if you choose. I'm not so sure that I want to understand others. <laughs> I want to understand me, which is, you know, at the moment, that's what I meant earlier. I, I feel like... I totally don't understand me at all. I don't understand what I'm about. And I guess that's some of the things I'm going through. It's an on-purpose thing, like just letting everything go and see where I am and who I am and what bothers me. And what I was going to say is that what I have learned is that relationships for me are about an inward journey. It's about knowing to, getting to know myself. Yeah, yeah. That's where the, our title came from. It came from you saying an inward journey. And I went, yes, that really, that really fits. And my business is called Gear Change. And I'm all about changing patterns. And it's bloody hard to change some patterns and often hard to change many patterns. <laughs> and they can't change without compassion. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed the music, although we haven't actually picked it yet, so I've got no idea what it was. I'm sure it'll be really good. So <laughs> It will be. Yeah. So whilst there was a pause there, Janine and I were talking about a number of things, but I was struggling with this program that we're using, trying to get it to do hook up to some Bluetooth things, and it wouldn't. And Janine's looking at other things, and I'm trying this, and I suddenly went, ah! I know what it is. It doesn't like um, having Bluetooth turned on while we're doing this. I remember now. And Janine said, yeah, I, I love the way you did that, that you actually picked up on your relationship with the computer. And I'll get Janine to say something about that. <laughs> you actually said, oh, it's, it's the program. It's not me. Yeah, that's right. And that's I think it's like. that discerning part that I don't care what 
we're in relationship to but it's the discerning part that we need in all of us that goes what part is me and what part is the other because why I would say that's really significant Kevin in in any of our relationships because the bulk of people will go oh this is shit it's all shit I'm not doing it it's not working so they'll do that and they'll say the program's useless or you know no good and they'll write it off or they'll go I'm useless I'm shit I can't do anything I'm you know it's not working for me I'll never be able to work it and they end it that way so I've what I find is a lot of relationships end that don't necessarily need to or they certainly don't end with insight I mean you can get to point where some of us will like I don't have the brain for some things I don't have your brain in terms of computers but I do have a brain that works differently and there's some things I'll go that's not for me I'm not sharp in this area I'm sharp in these areas and I'm no longer gonna say that I'm an idiot I don't say those things and I don't like to hear that from other people Mm. because that's just a, a cruel thing that you know, that we can tell ourselves that's not kind. It's like it's like those things work in, in harmony. Like whenever I'm pointing at someone and going, it's their fault, it's their fault because they didn't do this or they did do or it's that organisation or it's that building or it's that telegraph hole it got in front of my car when I was driving down the road. Silly example, but, you know, it's doing all of those things, that's not a silly example. A telegraph pole didn't get in my way. You know, I am, um, for some reason or another, wasn't paying attention. I hit it. So it's about accepting responsibility for what's going on with me. And so it wasn't a silly example, actually. So, yeah. But so when I'm blaming someone else in particular or a group of people, it doesn't really matter whether I'm right or wrong. It doesn't exist, it seems to me. It's about being able to look inward and see what's going on with me. Why is there a need yeah. for me to be blaming? Why is there, you know, that, that anger yeah. and that shame or sadness or whatever it is or whatever combination? Why am I doing that? How about I don't have this reaction and I just sit with that for a while and mm. see where that takes me and, mm. and maybe talk to somebody else. Maybe even talk to a therapist. <laughs> maybe who, there's an idea. Who knows? <laughs> that could help. And yeah. blame, blame is such a human response like we can all blame and I often tell this story about I don't know if you remember this one many years ago I was as many I've got many stories but I was out putting the clothes on the line and one of my children back then hadn't put the clothes on the line that they'd agreed that they would and they'd stayed wet overnight and as I was putting them on the line I'm going these smell that kid They've done it again to me and these clothes smell. But as I kept putting the clothes on the line and I hadn't realised and the more I'm putting them on, I'm going, oh my goodness, it's not the clothes. It was me who smelt. I'd done a workout. (laughs) It was my underarms I'm smelling and I won't describe anymore. But I just think it's just a comfortable place that most all of us go to with blame. Yeah. But the other thing around blame is it, it all it does is it actually gets you worked up and it actually encourages you to become more aggressive, more angry 
and usually aggressive either inward or mm. outward to others because they're less things I can control. Yeah. And the reality is the only thing I can control in life is me. I can do my best with that, but I can't control anything else or anybody else. So, yeah, less in touch with me, less in touch with what's going on, less in touch with what I'm feeling so that I can relate to the anger stuff. I guess a lot of men can. And I used it for a long, long time, and it covered up fear, terror, but it also, you know, more recently covered up a lot of sadness. So I guess, you know, the anger covered up a lot of grief about all sorts of things. Mm. And um, so, you know, being able to be angry with myself or angry with someone or something else or any combination of those meant that I didn't have to look and feel about what was really going on. Mm. And that's still a pull today, you know, it's still easy to go wake up and go, oh, you know, why is my life like this? It must be the cleaner's fault she's late. Oh, you know, <laughs> oh, it's the cleaner's fault because she charged me too much money. I'm like, I don't know, you know, just ridiculous things. So, well, I think we get, that's a trap we can all fall into. But the other thing I'm a great advocate for is, is listening. And for me, listening is... Mm, listening to ourselves. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's... I'm trying to find a word, multiplicity. That's not... Is that a word? It sounds, I don't even know what it means. It sounds really good. It goes no, it in multiple great. areas. Okay. <laughs> or oh, well, out different ways. We'll do what we normally do when we're not recording ourselves, which is... <laughs> it's now a word. It's now a word. Yeah. So it's multiplicity. <laughs> Look it's, it up. It it's, might be in the dictionary. Oh, it's probably a word and someone's oh. going to go, oh, Janine, really? Really? That's not, you know, that's not what it means. But it does now for all you out there who are thinking this is, you know, she's nuts. You know, get over yourselves because this is now what the word means. Okay. It's because what it is in terms of listening is I'm listening to uh, what, you know, I'm listening to you, Kevin. I want to listen to your words and, and are you settled and comfortable as we're chatting now? I want to listen to my body. Am I calm? Have I got a drink if I need it? Or, you know, if my throat's sore or, or whatever. You know, I'm listening to... I'm going inward and listening to what I'm needing as well as what's happening here between us and my surrounds. And I'm listening to, am I, you know, feeling pressure that I've got to go and do a couple of things after? And if I'm doing that, is, it, is that impacting here now? So I want to be listening to those things and thinking about what, again, what can I control? How do I want to think and reason with myself around those things? I don't know if I've explained that well. You did. I got it. Okay. I, just, I saw me in the last part of that, which is that I'll do, if I'm feeling uncomfortable, like if I was feeling really uncomfortable sitting here, then my head would be, oh, I've got to do all of these other things. And, yeah. and and I'll start doing them in my head, which means that I don't have to be here in my body. Yeah. So whilst my physical me is sitting here, really I'm not here. Whereas you know, I'm comfortable at the moment and, yeah, I do have to do a couple of things, but they'll wait. Yeah. yeah and me. how is it, how often is it that you're talking to someone and then you're trying to get their attention, like, and you're just singing the, you're not listening. Yeah, so what do you do? You're not listening. What, oh, are, you, what are you doing? What do I do? Yeah, what do you do? I go, 
It seems that this might not be the best time to talk with you. You seem a bit distracted. Shall we have this chat later? So I might do that or because if, if it's important for me to chat about this thing, if it's not, I might go, oh, you, you seem a bit distracted. I'll, I'll catch you later or I'll see you around or all the best or because I'm just going, I don't want to move on. I don't want to, sorry, I don't want to stay here and not move on. Um, because I will feel like a victim. I will sit, I'll be sitting here talking to you or talking to the person and they're not listening. And so I just feel my words are empty or useless. And then that impacts my whole being again as I'm useless, I'm not worth it, oh my God. And then nobody wants to listen to me, I'm not worth listening to. You better be listening out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, they're not because we're just recording it. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They might, so, eventually. I, mean, I hope so. That would be good. That would encourage us to do more. Let's see how it goes. Yeah, please listen. So I, I, was, I was smiling because I'm thinking about what I do. What, I don't know if I... No, I don't do it anymore. But I mean, if I thought somebody wasn't listening to me, I'd have only two responses. They weren't responses. They were reactions. One is I just walk off and leave them to it. It's not very good for all my inner relationship. Or two, say something like, why aren't you listening to me? <laughs> Which is probably inviting um, some conflict. Yeah. Which I also try not to do anymore. But I was going to say that I think men are encouraged more to do that. You know, in being brought up from little ones to, to bigger ones. And sure. To, to, I don't know what the right term is either. But to be in conflict, mm. which is not about standing up for myself, I've learned. Mm. It's not I, the same. I might say the, the same thing about women, but differently, in that they can more so be inclined to um, think that they need to listen and therefore won't be listening, but will be standing there and still have the inner conflict as well. So I'll be a, a nice girl or a polite person or a caring person because this is what I've been trained to do. And so I'll stand there and I'll smile sweetly or I'll sit there and I'll smile sweetly though I'm uh, bored, distracted, nervous, uncomfortable and then the person will think I'm listening to them and I really don't want to be here and I'll just stay and, and then I'll go. That doesn't work either. Yeah. We're going to stop now. As soon as I can find the stop button. <laughs> so that's us. Welcome to the introduction of our podcast, An Inward Journey. We hope that you'll come and join us for next time. We're going to talk about... What are we going to talk about, Kevin? Oh, we'll talk about something. I have no idea. It'll be something. It'll be something to do with relationships. All things relationships. All things relationships, particularly pointing inward. Yeah, yeah. that sounds good. Hopefully you've enjoyed our introduction to an inward journey and we'll look forward to speaking to you again very soon.